who God have a covenant with? In a book or in the Bible, why did God remember these people? So, I told you that God remembered them for a reason. Hallelujah. God remembered them for a reason. And I told you, Hebrews chapter 6, that's our main text. Hebrews 6, 10. The Bible said, For God is not unrighteous to forget your work, your, your work and labor of love which you have shown toward him or his name and his ministers. And you do minister. Hallelujah. That means you have shown a kind of love to the work of God. You have not stopped. And I made it to understand that when you are showing love or you are working for God, God cannot be seen. Working for God is working for your brother. Supporting me as a man of God is supporting God. Buying an instrument for the church is supporting God. Helping an orphan to feed is supporting God. Helping a widow to feed is supporting God. Helping the needy is supporting God. Doing something good for your community is supporting God. Hallelujah. So, we are all supporting the work of God in one way or the other. Hallelujah. So, this very morning, I want to tell you something that part two, that... God don't remember because he wants to remember. He remembers because of a reason. So now, I told you that because of his covenant, number one. And under his covenant, I broke it into two. Who are those who, that God can have covenant with? I told you God have covenant with the people who fear him. And God said, gather unto me all those who have a covenant with me by what? Sacrifice. So, number two, God can have a covenant with you by sacrifice. And now, I want to speak to you the point number two, why God remembers people. Hallelujah. Why God remembers people. God. God remember people. God remember them in the Old Testament because, number one, those who set their heart on the things of God. God remember those who set their heart on the things of God. Those who set their heart on the things of God. One hour do one a coma. A de nyame. A pe Hallelujah. Those who have set God. Their heart on the things of God. And the Bible said. David said. I won't give God anything that has not cost me. Aruna said David. Have the land for free. Have the land for free. You see. That was the land that. His son called Solomon rose to come and build the temple of God on. But that land was not acquired for free. Haruna said, give, take the land. I want to give it to you for free. If you want, give me something. If you don't want me, I give it to you. I I give it to you. I dash it. So, Haruna dashed the land. But David said, I refuse. My heart is set on the things of God. I want to be where God is. And I want to be in the presence of God. So I can't take something for free and give it to God. So David refused. But David said, I will never do something for God 
that will not cost me. It will cost you your money. Sometimes it will cost you your integrity. Sometimes it will cost you your respect. Sometimes it will cost you your reputation. It will cost you. Hallelujah. A medical doctor who is working in a hospital at the end of the day, Sunday, you are chasing small, small boys to come to church. You go and they are tossing you as if you are nobody. Hallelujah. You are going to, you are working on them to save their solo. You are rather helping them, but they behave as if they are helping you. Hallelujah. And you can't say anything because you have set your heart on the things of it, it's causing, it is dragging you down. Physical, that's what people say. Your, your reputation is what being joked with. But in the, in the kingdom, your reputation is not joked with. Hallelujah. Look at Jesus. He set his heart on the things of God. The Bible said they made him to be like he's nobody. But Jesus never held his, his reputation high. He laid down his reputation because his heart was into the things of God. People looked down upon him. People did not value him. People did not respect him. People said Jesus cannot make it. But Jesus made it. Hallelujah. So your heart, if you don't set your heart on the things of God, God cannot remember you. Where is your heart? The Bible said, where your heart is, that's where you lay your treasure. That's where you, you give to. Hallelujah. So let's go into the Bible. Isaiah 38, verse 1 to 4. Isaiah. In those days was Hezekiah sick unto death. And Isaiah the prophet, the son of Amos, came unto him and said unto him, Thou sayest the Lord, set thy heart in order, the house in order, for thou shalt die and not live. Then Hezekiah turned his face toward the wall and prayed unto the Lord and said, Remember now, O Lord, I beseech thee how I have walked before thee in truth and with a perfect heart. Underline that word. With a perfect heart. Remember how I have walked with thee. How I have a perfect heart. A heart without fault. A heart without mistake. And I have done that which is good in thy sight. And Hezekiah wept so. Hallelujah. Then the word of the Lord came to Isaiah. Let's go down to what Hezekiah said. Why did God remember him? God remembered him for the three statements. Or these three powerful statements he made. What was the number one? The number one is what? That I have... I have I've walked before thee in truth with a perfect heart. That means Hezekiah never did anything without God in judgment. He had God in mind. He had God in. God in Yamene Bibia. Yamene Hezekiah Kumaso. So when he called on God, God cannot do any otherwise. Done to remember him. 
Hallelujah. God cannot do otherwise than to remember him. And what did God do? God remembered him. And God told Isaiah, go back. I'm asking you a question. Where is your heart? Where is your heart? Giving is sweet. Sacrificing is painful. Giving is what? Giving is sweet. Sacrificing is what? Whether you like it or not, God will test you. Hallelujah. A day is coming that God is going to test you. Your last money for meal, for your food. God will ask you. Give me your last money for the meal. Or go and buy the food and eat. So sometimes you are in a crossroad. Should I give to God or should I think of myself? Your last money you want to give to your girlfriend for your girlfriend to know that you love her. You go to church, the man of God says, give an offering. You ask yourself, should I give it to God or should I give to my girlfriend? If I don't give to my girlfriend, she will say, I don't love her. Should I give it to her or should I give it to God? So you'll be in a crossroad. But where your heart is will later or finally convince you. Am I talking to somebody? Where your heart is will be the final destination to where your money will go. So where your money go means where that is where your heart is. But King Hezekiah as for him his heart was with God. Hallelujah. Hezekiah's heart was not anywhere but was at where God is. And Hezekiah gave God his best. So the day that God God said, set your heart, your house in order, and Hezekiah said, God, I don't want to die now. Lord, permit me to live. Now, Hezekiah said, Lord, remember. Remember me. Remember me. And he said, how? Why should God remember? So today, if God appears tomorrow, and God says, Moro, I want to take you from the earth, what will Moro say? God, are you giving all out to the singing ministry that God has given you, so that when God appears, they say, God, if you take me out, your church cannot have a good singer. It will take time. So God, Calabash, help me. God, help me. God, help me. God, help me. So you don't, you see, your, your, your heart, those who set their heart on the things of God, God always remember them. Look at somebody like King David. The guy had God at heart. Listen, the Bible said when, when the Philistines were fighting against the people of Israel, the Bible said King Saul and all the other kings, they ran into caves. They were hiding. One statement from David said, Ah, why, how can these uncircumcised Philistines 
How can this uncircumcised Philistine blaspheme the name of God? He said, I will fight him. Not because of him, but because David held the name of God high. David said, the name of God cannot be dragged on the floor. Hallelujah. The name of God cannot be dragged on the floor. Hallelujah. The name of God cannot be dragged on the floor. Hallelujah. So, David said, I will fight him. And God also remembered him. Hallelujah. Listen to me. The heart, the heart, the heart, the heart. And God entered into a covenant with David. How did God enter? He said, it was there. David, in the book of First Kings chapter 16, the Bible said, Hallelujah. The Bible said, when God was looking for a king, Samuel went to the house. Samuel was choosing by face. And God said, don't choose by face. Because man look at outward, but me, I look in the heart. Hallelujah. And from that day, God sought to have a covenant with David. So God, why did God want to have a covenant with David? When Saul and all the rest ran into the uh, into the cave, they never thought about the name of God. Hallelujah. But what did they think about? They thought about them. They thought about them. They thought about them. They thought about them themselves. Their heart was not with where God is. Because if your heart is with where God is, you, you know that you can't stand for God and for. You can't stand for God and what? Hush. You can't stand for God and it will never happen like that. But you see, the reason why God chose David, because David's heart was after where God is. Where is your heart after? So David chose David. God chose David. Not because of anything. Because his heart was set on the things of God. Look at David became a king. He said, I can't buy anything for God for free. I must buy it at a cost. King Saul never wanted to spend for God. So he wanted to carry things for free. God said, destroy the things and get me proper ones. He said, God, I, will, I can't waste these ones and buy you new ones. That's how some of us we are. You are doing something for the name of God. You calculate the cost. You back out. You want to buy a land to build a house of God. You said this land is too, uh, the price is too high. You want to go to the bush, 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 bush. Saying that wherever you are, people will come. It is true that wherever you are, people will come. It is very true. But God also can be in the city. Hallelujah. God also can be in the... Do you have that capacity to go to that place and turn it into a city? Because all the people that God called and they went to the bush, they ended up turning the bush to a city. Do you have the capacity of turning the bush into a city? You have the capacity. 
of turning the bush into a city. Your heart. David's heart was with God. So the reason why God remembered them is because those who have heart for him. God don't bless because he wants to bless. God bless those who he has seen their heart. Listen to me. Where is your heart? David set his heart on the things of God. Hezekiah set his heart on the things of God. And God could not kill him. But God, oh, oh, the only thing that God can do was to remember him. Look at the man on the cross. Look at his heart was right. He said, Jesus, you are a true man. As for us, we are sinners. Let us die. But Nakumamu, the right heart. Right heart. And the Bible said, that man ended up entering the kingdom. The other man did not enter. Why? Nakumanye. 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 So from today, I'll ask you a question. Where is your heart? Where is your heart? Is your heart in the things of God or you are looking for your own things? Where is your heart? Where is your heart? Where is your heart? Where is your heart? So this morning, may your heart be after the things of God. Matthew chapter 6 verse 21. Let's go backwards. 21 is too far. Uh, close. That thou appear unto men to know. Lay up for yourself treasure upon the earth where moth and rust do not corrupt. And where thieves break through and steal. But lay up for yourself treasure in heaven where neither moth nor rust do corrupt. And where thieves do not break through nor steal. For where your heart, for where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. Last, I was listening to Ajinasari, Bishop, Archbishop Ajinasari. He said for about one or two years, he and the wife refused to buy new clothes. Hey! Because they were building for God. They refused to buy what? New clothes. If church member buy for them, fine. But for them to use their money to buy new clothes. Because what were we? They were building for. They were building for God. Will you refuse to buy new clothes because you want to build for God? Do you have that heart? Do you have that mind? Do you have that capacity? Hallelujah. Can you do it? Do you have the heart? To build something for God. Hallelujah. Listen to me. Where is your heart? Look for where your money is invested. Look for where your time is invested. That is where your heart is. Sunday. Where do you go first? Or when when you woke up from bed, which area or what place came to mind first? Is it church? Or 
the place you want to go. Some of us, our first place is yesterday I worked money. A working place. So you can't come to church at the expense of money. You can't come to church at the expense of what? Anytime your heart is with God, Sundays, you don't have any excuse for church. Because Sundays are always your highest priority. Church is always your highest priority. And one of the places you always love to be on Sunday mornings is church. Hallelujah. You see, uh, you, we live in a community where the young boys, they can go for mason, carpenter job, whatever kind of work they will find to do. They can gather the money. Huh? They will do what? They will gather the money. And do you know what they use the money for? After gathering the money, they will go and spend it one night in a nightclub. They are never angry. They are never worried. Why? They have, their heart is, their enjoyment, their happiness is derived from that environment. I said what? Their happiness, their joy is derived where? From that environment. Oh! They, 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 they find joy, peace in that environment. So they never regret. As somebody, you are coming to church because you give God, you, you say, ah, if I go, they will take offerings with me, I won't go. Hey! Hey! They will take offerings so you won't go. What offering are they taking? Hallelujah. But you have places you spend money without regretting. But not in the house of God. Your heart is not here. Hallelujah. When they say, we want money to do something. You have the money. But you are trying to find an excuse not to give. You are trying to what? Oh, excuse. To prevent him from giving. They are looking for an excuse. To exempt them from giving. Am I talking to somebody this morning? Listen. You don't and you have no right to say that your heart is with God and that your investment in the things of God is not higher than the investment in your own self. At the beginning, let me tell you, as a church leader, we are planning to buy land. We are planning to buy your car. So, where will you park the car if the church don't have a place of worship? What is your contribution towards the acquisition of what God, the, the church wants to acquire? You can have a personal dealing. So God, I don't have much. But right now, the, it is left with maybe at a cost of maybe, uh, let me say, maybe they, they are, they are budget, budgeted 10,000. God, I can't give God much. I'm taking 5% of the cost. I'm taking 10% of the cost. Hallelujah. You are doing what? You are taking 5%. You are taking 10% of the cost. And try God and see if God... Even you can't give to God and God will look at you like that. God always have a way of paying you back. Look at Hezekiah. Ezekiel was working for God, doing things for God. One day, Ezekiel never, maybe Ezekiel was not seeing the result from age. Maybe he started working for God from 40, uh, 41, 42, 43, 44, 45, 46. 
How many people will God send people to come and tell them that set your house in order? Because God loves him. So God came and said, Ezekiel, set your house in order. I'm going to take you to heaven. He said, God, I don't want to go to heaven right now. Ah! So at the age of 60, God appeared to me. I want to take you. He said, no, I want to work for God. God said, okay, now you're 60, as at 15, 75. God communicated to him. He said, be a, one day, one day, oh, die, I'm sorry. But as for this man, maybe at his 59th birthday, he never heard from God. But he kept doing what he was doing for God. On his 60th birthday, on, on that time about his death, God sent a prophet. And the prophet said, Hey! You are not permitted to die. I prophesy for some, over somebody. You won't die in the name of Jesus. And may God remember your works. And I'm encouraging you to set your hearts on the things of God. I'm entreating you to set your hearts on the things of God. Those who set their hearts on the things of God are the people that God loves. And God always remembers them. If I'm to talk to you about them, I can give you example on example on example. Look at Moses. God started fighting people on behalf of Moses. Hey! Moses did something wrong. God fighting for him. Will God fight for you? Where is your heart? If your heart is right with God, God will be committed to fighting for you. So as I'm about to bring my message to a close this morning, I'm asking you a question. Where is your heart? If you have set your heart on the things of God, then whatever you are doing for God, if you are doing because of God, God will remember you. God will remember you. God will remember you. At a point where nobody thinks you can do it, God said, I will do it for you. When men think you are nothing, God said you are something. When men have concluded, God said, I have not concluded with you. When God opens, when people begin to close doors ahead of you, God said, I open the doors ahead of you. When people begin to relegate you, God begins to give you a good position. Why? God remembers. Where is your heart? In the bush where David was running after sheep. David was taking care of sheep. No, God went there and said, God, I have seen your heart. I bring you, I make you a king. Hezekiah, I prevent you from dying. Hallelujah. Jehu, Jehu with haste killed Jezebel. And God said, I made a covenant with your house. Ah, Jehu, after Jehu killed, Jehu killed Jezebel. He said, fourth generation. Jehu went after idols, yet God was committed to his ways. God was committed to his ways because he, he, he set God in his heart and killed Jezebel. Hallelujah. Solomon loved the Lord. His heart was with the things of God. There are people God cannot kill easily because their heart is with him. Although they joked with their life. What David did was not a warning, but was a stoning offense. Committing adultery, you have to be stoned. Taking somebody's wife, you have to be stoned. And after ended up killing the man. Yet, David's heart was with God. So God warned him. And God punished him. Hallelujah. Why? His heart was with God.
Where is your heart? God remembers those whose heart is with him. Whose heart is with him. If God had killed David at that time, where would have Solomon come? Because that time Solomon had not yet come. Am I talking to somebody? Where is your heart? If you set your heart on the things of God, evangelism will not be difficult for you. If you set your heart on the things of God, calling people to come to church is not a difficult task. Going to iron people's things to have them come to church will not be difficult for you. Visiting people in their house will not be difficult for you. Where is your heart? Be on your feet. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. Say, Father, search my heart. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. Pray the prayer of David. Say, God, search my heart. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. Say, God, search my heart. Say, God, search my heart. Say, God, search my heart. Lift up your voice and pray. God, search my heart. Bompai, bompai, bompai. Say, God, search my heart. Say, God, search my heart. God, search my heart. Bompai, bompai, bompai. God search my heart. God search my heart. God search my heart. Lift up your voice and pray. Say God search my heart. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. Father, search my heart. Search my heart, O Lord. Search my heart, O Lord. Bumpai, bumpai. Father, search my heart. In Jesus' name. Amen. Give a clap offering to Jesus.